three, two, one. Sewer in the States football. Here are your hosts, the Taco Slayer Jorge and MLS card guy, Chris. Welcome back again to another Sober in the States episode. League's Cup round of 16 is set. The fix for Messi is in. And So Rare has released their cash wallet. It's here. Are we rich? Are we mass adopted? But first, as always, I'm here with Chris. The MLS card guy. How are you, bud? Oh, I'm great, man. How are you doing? How's it going I, down there in the sh- sunny sunshine state? I can't say that. The the good old the good old sunshine state. The, the old, sunshine state. The old, the old sunshine state where it uh rains half the time and it's not really sunny. Actually, it it thunderstorms while sunny. So yes, it is. Yeah, state. It does that here too, sometimes now, which is kind of crazy because it's never done that before. But like two years ago, Pittsburgh was like the rainiest city in the country. It was like 280 some days of rain. Holy smokes. In a year. Yeah, it was wild. It was more rainy than Seattle, which is crazy. It still wasn't more rainy than Florida, but no one here believes in science, so nobody keeps track of that stuff. You know, (laughs) science. But even though we are from Florida, got to shout out that uh, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds beat Mm. up. Beat up. Yeah, had to represent because they beat up on the old small club, the Tampa Bay Rowdies down there. And uh, it's always a sight to see. It always warms my heart. So uh, how was that? How'd that go? It was good. We got to make fun of Tampa a little bit in the uh, in the away team lineup intro. We played yeah. the, uh, the Beavis and Butthead clip about Florida being basically a garbage dump. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I love the beach. Uh, it's it's so funny. Um, but yeah, no, got got the early goal, fourth minute, and then just kind of, you know, the ball got kicked around a little bit after that, and nothing else really happened. Um, but we'll take it, you know, three points against a big team. Uh, go five points clear at the top. Yes, Love to sir. At Love the expense of the Tampa Bay Rowdies, too. Shout out. We'll use my platform, as always, to just kick them while they're down. Yeah, they rowdies, but uh, boo, boo, boo this man, boo them all down with you, tin pot club. I'll tell you, but uh, yeah, there's a lot to talk about. There's leaks cup, there's messy, and there's um, the cash wallet. So we'll start off as always. There is a so rare medium where so rare likes to post all their new stuff and things, all the information that they want you to know, and we'll go through that. We'll go through the cash wallet. I did go through a little bit, highlighted some sections that I do believe are a little interesting that I want to talk about. I won't read the whole thing. I will stumble over my words too much, and nobody wants to hear that. But first, Chris. I might want to hear that. Well, fun. you're not You're not uh, going to. <laughs> there, <laughs> there, There's a little teaser. But first, before we dive into it, Chris, on the surface... Is there anything about this cash wallet you want to get off your chest? Anything you like, do not like? What uh, what do we got going on here, bud? I don't know. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to kind of see who is going to pick ETH and just strictly pay, play in ETH, who's going to play strictly in cash, and who's going to do a little bit of both. I would think most people who kind of fit our general description, like been playing the game a while, kind of know what's going on, I think most of us are going to probably go both and play ETH and cash um, because I think we're all used to playing in ETH and I think there'll be a ton of new people that are going to, anybody who's new that's going to come in is probably just going to play cash. Um, so I think you're going to see a missed opportunity if you just decide to only play in ETH and just never ever buy anything in cash. I think there's going to be some stuff that's a little lower on the cash side. It'll be interesting to see how the big whales handle it if they basically buy up everything that's cheap in cash and try to flip it in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how things are going to work. There's a lot of interesting kind of dichotomies that could happen in the market. Like there could be a lot of splits. There could be a lot of uh, opportunities. There could be, um, there could be a big influx of users, which is the, is the golden goose of anything web three. Fingers crossed. Um, but uh, I mean, it's it's certainly possible. I think this is probably the closest that we've been right to having a mass adopted game. Like this is the closest thing to 
I know nothing about crypto and I can still play this game and enjoy it very, very easily without having to learn anything about crypto uh, that we've ever been. So I'm excited for this, excited to see uh, Apple Pay come through uh, as well, which I'm sure we'll get to. I think that's a big feature for sure. Um, But I think this will be an an interesting, uh, interesting next six months to a year here. No, definitely. It, it definitely changed things. And uh, <clears throat> I like a lot of things that you said. Uh, and yeah, the, I think the biggest thing is that separation between ETH and cash users. And even the whole whale talk where nobody likes change. No one wants to change the way they do things. And the whales have been using ETH for so long yeah. that they're not going to want to go to cash. But what if they have to? Like, what if ETH is dead at this point? Like, at the end of the day, like, you got to think, like you said, that everybody that's coming on from now is probably going to be paying cash. And nobody's going to be playing in ETH. So does that mean that ETH is just going to not exist? Like, is there going to be that separation to where, like, are they going to be forced to play in cash? Is ETH dead? Is ETH going to zero? No. Um, And it's because of something that I think you and I were talking about pre-show. Like, if you're a believer in crypto or, like, you're a believer in ETH long term, it kind of gives you a really nice kind of way to, like, buy stuff in cash sell it in eth and now you have some eth instead of some cash like you can kind of almost hedge against like eth going down i guess you you would obviously want to do this when you think eth is down already um but you can kind of pick and choose where you want to accept eth where you want to accept cash um as you for those people that know a little bit more about the crypto market you can kind of pick and choose when you want to go for each one and i think that gives you a real opportunity in ETH, especially I would consider ETH down right now. I think long-term ETH will be a lot higher than it is right now. Um, so I think this is, you know, a good opportunity to kind of stockpile a little bit of ETH with, with cash. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's opportunity. Uh, it, it's, it's more like opening doors and opening possibilities than like closing doors in, in my view. Yeah. It, it almost like just makes, it just adds more dynamic to the market, right? And there's different right. ways you can go. And not to say that there is a right or a wrong way, at least right now, because we don't know, because they're both so new, so prevalent, and people are just going to plant their flag on whichever side they want to. And uh, whether I think that's a bad idea or not, uh, you should uh, never fight the trend. Don't fight the market. Go with the flow. But people are going to choose. Just keep swimming. Yeah, that's just all keep I swimming. Know. Just keep swimming. I don't know and... if you go with the flow or against the flow. All I know is you keep swimming. I want to go where the cash is flowing. That's what I want. There you go. There it is. Send me, send me to the liquidity all the way. (laughs) Oh boy. But, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, what I was going to say with that is that, yeah, even, even me to this day, like, I don't really know whether I want to focus on cash or ETH. Like you said, I want to play both. I love ETH. I love crypto. I am very crypto minded. And even, even as far as like rewards and stuff, I think that I almost want to play in cash, like transact with cards in cash, and then almost accumulate ETH from rewards from like placements, thresholds, all that stuff. Accumulate it, just hold it, and it's it's a way to yield farm in a fun way instead of just staking ETH on you know the blockchain or just going and staking ETH on some other platform that will probably go to zero and scam you out of all your money. So now it's a I could play this game that I really enjoy playing. I could watch sports. I could play fantasy. I could be a little bit of a degenerate and uh, maybe a little bit of that G word. But uh, at the same time, I can accumulate ETH, right? Accumulate some moon bags for uh, when ETH goes to 50,000. I'll be uh, rich and I'll be able to buy all my messies. And I'll be able to buy it. some bubble gum if ETH gets to 50,000. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, what kind of bubble gum? Probably multiple pieces of bubble gum too. Whoa! I'll probably get one juicy fruit and one hubba bubba. Oh, Ooh. hubba bubba, hubba bubba. Yeah, Ooh. you blow the best bubbles with that stuff. Ugh. Dude, I'm a five gum guy. I don't know what it is. I'm oh, a, oh yeah, all day. Okay, all okay, day. Guy. Actually, I don't chew gum anymore. Yeah, I don't really either. Like, it's but I like- will if we get to fifty thousand. I'll have time. I'll have the time to chew as many gums as I want. Give me to 50,000. All that double bubble will be had. Believe me. It'll be great. I can't wait. Can't wait to see uh, see what happens. Yeah, it, it, it'll be it'll be a grand, grandiose good old time. But uh, let's dive into the so rare medium post here a little bit. We'll go through it. Like I said, I highlighted a couple things 
previously. We'll go through it. We'll talk about it. We'll conversate. We'll do this back and forth, and we'll have some fun. Yay. But uh, This is not normally what we do. Normally, we don't conversate about things. But this this time, we will actually conversate. <laughs> this time, for sure. We will definitely talk this time. Maybe. And we might record it this time. Probably. As... Yeah. Well, that will help. <laughs> not so rare. We're on a mission to drive the mass adoption of Web3 technology through an innovative sports and entertainment experience. Innovative? Innovative. Innovative? Innovative? Innovative. Innovative? Achieving this involves removing pain points every step of the way so managers can freely enjoy our next generation fantasy game. Isn't that a fun statement? Like, hey... Our mission is to drive mass adoption of Web3, and we're going to do that by making sure no one knows that we're on Web3, ever. Listen, because we're scared of crypto, and we're scared of the blockchain, and it is very scary, and ETH is the devil. We're going to make you adopt it by making you not realize that you're adopting it. Yeah, but that's the best part, because right here they say, yeah, Web3, you won't even notice, but... Your digital player cards will still be backed by NFTs and held in SoRare's ETH wallet. The addition of of Cash Wallet will make it easier for SoRare managers to buy, sell, and trade their digital player cards as well as deposit and withdraw ETH. So you are still playing on the blockchain. You are still living on the blockchain. You are transacting on the blockchain, but you don't even know it. Is that toxic? Are we in a toxic relationship? It's mind-blowing. That's what it is. How's it mind-blowing? I can do something without even knowing it. That's a, that's amazing. That's, <laughs> there's no red flags there. What are you talking about? It's incredible. Take my money. Here. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, you don't have ETH in front of me anymore? That is fine. I didn't trust it a year ago, but now? Perfect. I love it. Hey, it makes us rich. All right? It makes us rich. As you can see on the screen here, a little bit, a little, little picture of the Silver wallet, how it's going to look. There's two separate wallets. There's an ETH wallet and a cash wallet. Chris, is this the only way they could have done it? Could they have done this another way? Did they have to split it? Oh, yeah. They definitely had to split it. This picture is super deceptive, though, because you can't play. Like, your cash is not also your ETH, so you would rarely have the same cash balance as ETH balance. Um, what? Unless they're both at zero. I, yeah. I don't think I would have the same cash balance. There's a new user. They deposited 100 of ETH and 100 cash. Yeah, well, okay. If they deposit 100 in ETH and 100 in cash, but that doesn't make any sense. Why would they do that? Um, okay, regardless. Beside the point. Uh, Diversification. Yes. This was uh, this was definitely, uh, definitely coming and definitely something that they had to do as far as splitting it. Um, I don't think you can... I don't think you can really be able to kind of go back and forth between ETH and cash without getting all kinds of regulations for like banks and, you know, exchanges and all that fun stuff. Yeah. But where's the fun in that? This is web three. We are decentralized. This is the wild, wild West, man. Like there are no rules. (laughs) You know what they say? Fuck the system. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, moving on here. Another thing that I highlighted upon initial rollout, Credit and debit card direct buy functionality in manager sales is only for managers who select euros and the British pound as their currency. We're aiming to have USD functionality available in September. Do you think this has to do with any of the regulatory issues that we're having in the United States where they're basically trying to ban crypto from the country as a whole? Or do you think that uh, this technology is maybe just lacking there a little bit? Yeah, what's the easiest way to get me to move out of the country? Just ban ETH, and then I'll have to leave. You know, it'll be it'll be great. Um, no, I think I I don't think there's anything like legal because how do you promise that you're gonna have something in September if they have a legal issue? Like, mm, I think okay. it's just a, I think it's just a tech thing. Like a hey, we just have to pick one to do first. We're gonna do euros and pounds, and then we'll get back to USD, which is fine. I mean, I I don't think it's gonna. Really, I don't even think we're gonna notice. Like September's like a month away, so I don't think it's gonna be that long. I see. I fail to think that we're not good. I feel, I don't think that we're not not gonna notice words in, oh, in orders that make sense. I don't know. They, so many negatives. <laughs> I don't even know why that came out the way it did, but basically, 
when we touched I touched on this last weekend, right? But the whole thing where you can't buy cars off manager sales, that takes away so many transactions that so rare would have otherwise. Yeah. And yes, the cash wallet is cool. Yeah, that itself does other things. Yes, getting away from crypto just being slapped in front of your face everywhere. Yes, that is something that drives adoption and stuff like that. But being able to just buy stuff off the market, it's it immediately drives prices up because it that like kind of like they were saying where that like friction without that people are just willingly to just swipe and swipe and spend and spend without thinking twice. And that just eventually just drives things up where it's almost like, and I don't know the correlation itself. Like I don't have the data behind it, so I could just be completely wrong. But when they took away the ability to buy stuff off the, off the manager, a market with Mm -hmm. cards that kind of like, the market downturn started at the same time. Granted, there was a whole other, like bunch of other factors in the market and the crypto market and just the economy and everything that kind of drove that down and supply and all that stuff. But I think a lot of people don't really look at the fact that they took that option away from people. And with that, a lot of liquidity left the platform as well. So Coincidence? Mm, maybe. Maybe not. But... I think it did have something to do with it. And I think like maybe this where it is a little smaller in the grand scheme of things, but I think the long-term effect is way bigger than people may realize or maybe put into. So, uh, Hey, there could be a little trading strategy. Why not accumulate a little you, bit for September to offload? Do you think that like, do you think it was a conscious decision to pick Euro over USD or is it just like a tech thing? Like, is it, like, what's the breakdown between, like, people who play in Europe versus people who play in everywhere else where USD is the main currency, you know? Like, do you, uh, you think we have more American players now than we did? So, I like where your head's at. Uh, because I do think... My head is right here in the middle. <laughs> right in front of me, right, right right, where I can see it. Right where I like it. Hi! Uh, <laughs> hello! Uh, yeah, no, I think... A good majority of the user base is probably in Europe, right? Where there is a little bit of U.S. exposure now with the U.S. sports, but still football, still a European thing. It's a French company. Mm-hmm. It's been over there a little bit more. And I don't know if it has so much to do with their timing because it also goes to say that SoRare does a lot of their things around the European season, right? They'll implement, yeah. they'll change things in the summer to lead into Europe. They're releasing the cash wallet in the summer. The Premier League is back like what next week in a week or two. Yeah, so it's right. Week. It's literally right around the corner. I don't know if it's so much of a Euro versus USD thing versus they're going to do this now. They know they don't really they care about America, but they don't really care about America. Where it's better for them to implement this now, where like their big cash cow is going to flood the market here in like the next coming weeks, and then eventually roll in USD, which I was thinking about too. Is also at the same time as right before basketball season, which true, you know, say what you will, have your own opinions, but when it comes down the pegging order of so rare, it's probably football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I will not argue with that. I will argue <laughs> with the fun level involved in those three sports, though. Yeah, that maybe does basketball vary. is the least fun of three sports. I beg to differ. Hundred percent, it is. No way. It is. Way it more- is. You have to. You have to go buy the random like idiot who sit, sat at the bench you all year, but Russell Westbrook's hurt now. So I think that's true. You have to, or else you can't. You, yeah, you can't compete otherwise. That is false. But or you have to have a massive gallery. But pay attention for when the Sora and the States basketball show comes back, and we can talk all about all those strategies. Insert plug. Continue. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Um, I'd love to see a breakdown of like where we are, US versus Europe versus everywhere else, like where we were two years ago, like where we are now, what the trend is, if if America's catching on, if America's not catching on, if like Europe is is catching on or not catching on. Like I'd, I'd anyone who knows how to how to figure this stuff out, just just tweet me and I will support you with words of affirmation and Lots of positive feelings, but no actual real help. I will send a lot of fire emojis. Yes. That is multiple fire emojis will be sent. And then you're going to have to figure the rest out on your own. But if you can, like, definitely let us know because I'd be interested in seeing that. Yes. And mostly just Chris, because I am useless when it comes to data. I will read it. I will have fun. 
I will go look at all this stuff that I'm learning. But yeah, I can't help you uh, on anything else besides that. So that is uh, hit Chris up. But no, I that is incredible information that I would also like. I would like to know the percentage of users on each continent, on each sport. Like, what if what if we just like looked at the numbers and a majority of the basketball base was just still Europe? I actually wouldn't be that surprised. You think so? Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be that surprised because basketball is actually sort of a sport in Europe. Like baseball is, is not. Is, so like true. there's plenty of good basketball players. Like the best basketball players in the world are all European right now. So what do you want to do? Yeah, okay, fine. Either way, get us that data so rare. Love that data. We love that LOL so rare data. <laughs> oh, anyway, right here, which I don't know if we touched on right now, but at a later date, we... Also plan to add Apple Pay and Google Pay support. We're also exploring ways to support other methods such as PayPal. This is huge. Big old massive. news. Another yep. thing, aside of just the cash wallet itself, this is massive. Like, not to take too much time away from Silver itself, but I do be in this other crypto project called Crypt Toys. Like, literally in the name, there are toys, but they're crypto on the blockchain. Whoa! Yeah! And they have, well, they have all these branding deals with Mattel and Star Wars. So they have, like, legit, like, ips going over there so it's really cool but they have apple pay and it is so easy for me to open my app like when i get paid on fridays i open up and i open i buy a new star wars figure they're like little holocrons or like little random packs but i pay with apple pay and it is so easy to where i don't even think about it and it is like so mad if i could just go out and buy a hundred facundo torres with apple pay i will do it there would not be a hundred facundo torres on the market if that was a thing no, have you always been an Apple Pay supporter? <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and that's not and that's that was a very targeted question. <laughs> and that, that that's another reason why I think like this is such a big deal is because I was so like anti like digital wallets and having my like debit cards on Apple Pay and just like digital payments and like I lost my debit card a few weeks back and that's all I had. And now I won't go back. Like the other day, the other day we went grocery shopping and we went to go pay. And I was like, oh, my God, where's my wallet? And I was like, oh, my God, do they accept Apple Pay? I was like, oh, God. I was like, I'm just like, so like, I love it now. And I love it. I was like, so worried about it. And now it's like, it changed my life. I pay, I use Apple Pay at Wendy's the other day. I've gone full wow. digital wallet DJ. We're, we're dragging Jorge kicking and screaming into the 21st century. <laughs> he's loving every minute of it now i used to love being that old guy that you know yells at the weather but uh i have i have, I have found the digital get age. off my lawn <laughs> oh boy. um yeah so yeah i may be a little modernized but i think i think this is a lot bigger than people may realize people are like okay cool apple pay we have a cash wallet. i was like no this is real this is the real deal there is no steps whatsoever you just like double click show my face face i, I don't even got to put my password in got face id it's that easy i gotta do nothing it's crazy 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 congratulations so but it's it's also might be a testament uh to and i just kind of thought about this on the spot it's it's almost a testament to where sober is and where they're going mm-hmm. for them to be able to make the business deals to use this technology to integrate this for sober to be willing to take that 30 percent charge that apple like all the fees, like 30% fees that Apple charges for them to want to do that means that they completely fully believe that this is something that's going to change the game. And uh, for them to even just remotely be in the conversation for Apple to accept them, because Apple doesn't just take anybody, right? Like you got to think on their side, Pittsburgh too, like River Hounds accepts Apple pay. That's just crazy. Saying. That's crazy. Massive club. Massive. Ma- only Massive the club. biggest clubs. Only the biggest. Pay. I don't know if Orlando does. I don't think they do. Uh, yeah, it's all. It's actually, it's actually cashless in the stadium. Actually, yes, so is ours. Oh, look at, look at. Of course, the America Green movement. Let's go. Yeah, that's what that is. Sure, <laughs> global okay. warming. Moving on. All right. Here's here here's a big one for y'all. We'll really get into this manager sales. For manager sales, sellers can choose to receive only cash, only ETH, or both. For buyers, this means. One, cash-only buyers can see any listing where the seller accepts cash. They cannot see ETH-only listings. Two, buyers with both wallets active can see all listings. They can use cash or ETH to purchase, but not a combination of both. Lame. 
ETH-only buyers can see all listings but cannot purchase cards from sellers who only accept cash. And if that made no sense to you, so rare, Here's so a chart kindly. That also will not make any sense to you. <laughs> provided a colorful chart with a lot of colorful lines going every which way and may also be a little deterring. Chris, so, how do you feel about this? Here's my question, right? Why can the why can the ETH only people see the cash only sales? They obviously can't buy them, but they can still see them. So they know what they're missing out on. Whereas the cash only people are like, nope, you're not even allowed to see it. We don't we don't even want you to know there's other options out there. You're just you're only gonna get what we show you. Like, how is how's that fair? How was that decision made? Because crypto is evil and the devil. And if someone who is on board using cash, because Silver used to use crypto, but they don't use crypto anymore. It's cash. So they have on this platform, right? Not a Web3 yes. company. Not so Web3, we right? But no mass crypto. adoption of Web3 is the goal. No crypto. We hide it. We're toxic, remember. So, right. Imagine, put yourself in this scenario. Crypto scary. You hop on the platform. You go to buy, all right? You go to buy your Carlos heel with cash. And all of a sudden, you see 0.12 gone see nope, ya I'm out. nope forget it close the window throw your computer out the window you just got hacked that yeah. right there is why they can't see ETH. bamboozled maybe i don't know i really i really I that, it that makes no sense to me it, it <laughs> i don't get it that's the only like rationalization that i can get behind it and only because they're playing with fire right here right because they themselves are causing separation in the market where if you're playing in cash, you don't even know the ETH cards exist. Like, right. what if all the cards that are in ETH are way cheaper, but now you're just throwing your cash at it? Yeah. And it, it creates a very just... It, it creates a wobbly market. Like, if you see the ETH cards are cheaper, and you're like, ah, I don't really trust crypto, though, so I'm just going to stay in cash. Like, that's your decision. You do what you want. But, like, you don't even get the information that, like, hey, there's cheaper stuff out there. <laughs> you're just, like, you're just... You 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 just you don't get to see anything, and it's it's sad. Which and I don't get it. I don't get why one can see the other, but the other can't see the one. Like that's weird. I don't either. Other than crypto being evil, and at the same time, it almost like which I know we're talking about it and bringing it up, but now that we're talking through it and bringing it up, I'm almost like, hey, let's not talk about it because in <laughs> theory, it's just gonna push the market up. So realistically, it should push the floors up, right? But but then again, we don't know how the market's going to react. We don't know how the market's going to act. Is sober sober data already technically kind of splits charts by currency and stuff like that? But now, I think I don't know. Do they have to change that? I don't. I wouldn't even know. Or would they have to? Would they have to change the way they display? Start, I think they'll probably just start only seeing like if it's an ETH only sale. I think they'll put it on the ETH chart and not put a dot on the cash chart. Now, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they've always put. Dot, a dot on both for what the ETH equivalent is, but I think now they're just like it was an ETH sale, it wasn't a cash sale. So, well, I almost kind of want can, them to. You could literally have like a weird, you know how like you have like new season cards that have the bonus and they're like a little more expensive, and mm-hmm. you have that weird like double platform yep. where yep, yep, both both of them have like a set price. Like you're gonna have that now for no reason on like the same card, and you'd be like, why? That doesn't make any sense. Like I feel like you have to split that chart up a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's another that's another conversation itself where it's it's almost like it's not unseen, right? We've seen that in silver, and I I specifically remember it not so much this year in 2023, but in 2022 when I had first joined the platform, the new season cards came out. Like you could, like you said, you could see that separation where like all the auctions were going for a little bit more of a premium than all the older season cards, and like yeah, they were like following each other, like they were both creeping up together, but there was a clear separation in the premium between yeah. the two. And we'll probably see that again. It's almost like I want them to look at, add look at Spencer Strider cards. You can see that all the time. Can you? Because he has literally a different card because he has a starting pitcher relief pitcher for his first year. Mm. And he has just starting pitcher for his second year. So like his first year cards are just more valuable. And you can see like you can see the difference between right. them in, in the price. Chart. Yeah, you'll see it with uh, some cards, too, on the football side where uh, with uh, like defenders that have midfielder cards yeah. and vice versa. And uh, depending on which card, whether it, whether it comes down to scarcity or whether one score is better than the other, uh, right. but yeah, you'll see you'll see that separation as well. So 
I don't know. It's it's not unseen. It's not unheard of. Uh, whether it works, whether it doesn't, uh, it it's yet to be seen. But uh, it'll be fun. I think there's a lot of opportunity for people that uh, dive in the market and almost kind of take advantage of that separation and the mismatch and kind of the confusion where people try to decide uh, which side they want to plant their flag on. So uh, yeah, there could be a lot of opportunity if you're smart, if you're in there, uh, maybe take a little opportunity and pay for something cheaper in ETH than you would in cash or vice versa. So uh, stay vigilant. Don't fight the trend and just go with the flow. Chaos creates opportunity. I'll take advantage of it. Exactly. And if you don't, don't be sad. Just then, wait for the next one. Then, yeah, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you for not being proactive, bro. Bro. Yeah. Bro. This game's not that hard. Just win. It's <laughs> not that hard. Just play the players that just, smash 100 just, every week. Yeah, just get all the rewards. Like, I don't know why people complain about this being so hard. <laughs> they literally tell you how to win. Just do yeah. it. You just got to score more points than everybody else. Come on, guys. Easy money. But speaking high of which, quality analysis. We, we, okay. are, we are sweating our first podium tonight. All comes down to Ooh. yeah. All comes down to Inter Miami and FC Dallas in the first round of sixteen. Well, you're probably screwed then. Yeah, I don't know why I did you're, that. To I myself. know you don't have any Miami guys, and I know Miami's gonna win. So that's not true anymore. You have a Miami guy? Yes, unintentionally. It's Kamal Miller. It's Kamal Miller. Which I feel like I feel like you just sell him. Which he was an Orlando guy. He then he was a Montreal was, guy. But now he's a traitor, and he's in Miami. Yes. And he plays with Messi. Yes. Look, I don't know why my game week is coming down to Kamal Miller. It almost like <laughs> it almost feels like per, it, it's, a perfect, it's a perfect chance for him to get, like, an own goal and yeah. a he's red gonna, card gonna, and a penalty. He's going to pull up, pull up with a hammy and warm-ups. Like... My first podium is coming down to Kamal Miller for Inter Miami, which completely just ruined my life last week. Anyway, what competition is this? Uh, limited All Star. Wow. Yeah, it's a big podium too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which wow. uh, earlier this morning, I think I needed like sixty-five points to first place. I think right now, after a couple of the European games, I think I need like almost a hundred to first place. Mm. Uh, I haven't really checked, and I'm too scared to check, but uh. Either way, either way, it looks like we're uh, winning some ETH. We, I think, they're cooking. As long as Kamal starts, I think I immediately get bumped up to like the top thirty, and then if he performs, I might be able to squeeze in like top ten. If bangs out, then I could podium. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But it is exciting. But uh, speaking of that, speaking of podiums and rewards and thresholds and ETH rewards. Back to this medium post. Cash rewards. Managers now have the option to receive rewards in cash across all so rare sports, including football, MLB, and NBA. Coming in season two, managers can still opt to receive rewards in ETH. This will be available for both so rare football and so rare MLB game week starting Friday, August 4th. So as of this recording, it is now live. This is huge. And they snuck this in there too. I don't know why they did, but Hello, ETH coming NBA season two. Huge news. Clip that. Post it on Twitter. What? I know I touched no on. No one likes early. NBA. This shh, is a soccer it's show. You. It's just you. It's just you. Shh, shh, shh. That's Are what you? I'm saying to you. It's just you. Shh, it's just me. Shh. Cash rewards. Are you going to be taking these in cash or ETH? I know I already kind of touched on it, but what are you going to do? I don't know. I'll huh. probably just. I don't. It doesn't matter. Rewards, rewards. I think <laughs> rewards. It'll probably rewards. legitimately depend on the crypto market. Like when ETH is down, like right now, I'll probably take it in ETH, and then when we hit, you know, when we hit the good stuff where ETH is like fifty thousand, and I'm chewing a hubba bubble all day, then I'll be taking it in cash. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I, I think I think you're right with that. Where like it's not even just one or the other. It's hey, if ETH is down, like you best believe I'm going to accumulate that ETH. And kind of take advantage of that pump when it when it does come. So, uh, I think you're right. I think it's cool. We're finally getting to that point, like you said, where we're, we're reaching, we're reaching that point of stability where silver is now becoming it's the next big thing. And we have we have ETH rewards, cash rewards, all that fun stuff. Watch out, DraftKings, you're in trouble, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just looked. You're 87 points behind the podium. Right Am now. I? Ooh. Yeah. You're only 92 points away from first. Ooh. So if he bangs a hundred, 
you could legitimately just win the whole damn thing. I that's that's wild. I think the the highest the highest place that I've gotten is fifth. So I haven't quite cracked the podium. I have a few top ten finishes, but I haven't quite cracked it. And I now think I got a second once. Oh, congratulations, dude. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm getting so close. Hey, I'm get hey, at least I'm getting there, right? At least I'm in the realm of finally getting to the point where I'm somewhat fighting for top places sometimes. So can we just say how crazy it is that you have two hundreds a ninety-two and a fifty-three and you still need like a really good performance to even hit a tier one? Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Well it's, it's got it, Cause it's gotten worse too. Cause like I said, yeah, I think earlier this morning when I first checked, it was like 60 points the first. And I was like, bet I get half of that. If he starts, I was like so excited. And then, yeah, I took a nap and I woke up and I was like, Ooh, yeah. Right now, 65 points to the 10th. If he starts, you're in like 60th, which is bottom of tier one, which is still a really good. Great. To be fair. I'm still happy. Anything, the way that I look at it, anything tier two and up, I am completely yeah. happy with. Tier three, honestly, a little bit of a up in the air. To get in the game to get to tier two, so you'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. Like, at, at that point, no matter what, I think I'm happy with my game week. Uh, obviously, I would love for a tier one or even a star and some ETH on the top. You Ooh. love to see it. Thank you. Get that ETH. So rare. Get that ETH. But, uh... Anything else you want to touch on in the cash wallet before we uh, leave it in the dust? No. Nothing. Literally nothing. No? I'm, okay. I'm done. That was a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. We Good conversated time. a lot. We, we did. All right. I get up. I'm just kidding. We got leagues got to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but. You think I actually watched soccer this week. <laughs> Why are you, you? You didn't watch Leagues Cup again? I watched one game, which Please I was very proud of. This is the first MLS team that I've watched play in a football match that wasn't playing my team since April. All right. How was that? What match was it? Actually, and how'd it go? Since May. Uh, I watched the Chicago and what was it? Juarez, the last game of the group stage. The one that didn't mean anything for either team. Right. But that was what was on when I was, when I was available. Um, and I learned, I did learn something very valuable. Chris Brady is yes. terrible at penalties. Oh, terrible. Really? Yes. He just stands there on the line. Doesn't like, doesn't really like go down and like get a good jump. He just kind of stands there mm. like straight up and it just looks very awkward. And he, he missed like, so they went, I think 11 rounds deep or something. Tell and I think that. he saved like two and one of them, he was called for being off his line. Oh no! Like you're not even, and that was the first one too. And it, like you're not even really diving that much. Yeah, and but how old is he? Line. Like he's young. He's in a penalty like shootout. Yeah. But like I just was, I wasn't that impressed. I, I'm so impressed with him in game. Like I think right. he's really good shot stopping. I think he's getting much better on distribution. He just is terrible at penalties. So like, but I think that's relevant because I don't think he's getting many decisives. You know, like I don't think he's getting many penalty saves in his career. I just don't. Mm, There's not, some goalkeepers, you know? There's some guys that a penalty comes up against them. You're like, okay, now we got a chance for a decisive. Here we but, go. Timelia. There's some guys where you're like, well, I guess we just gave up a goal there. That's great. <laughs> um, so, there, yeah, I just, I don't know. I wasn't impressed. Well, there you have it. Chris Brady may not get you any penalty saves. So, uh, that's that, one thing that's, you have. That's one thing you have to consider when you're, you're playing silver. That's all I got since April. That's all my analysis. All right. You watched the Chicago game. Congratulations. I watched one Chicago game, and then they right. promptly got knocked out, so I know nothing about any of the teams left. Oh, yeah. Well, to get it kicked off real quick, in the round of 16, there are 11 MLS teams left, mm-hmm. and there are five Liga MX teams left. Yeah. Sir, I took the glory from you last week. This week, I need you to bring it back. What is the MLS First League MX record as of right now in the round of 16? So, amazingly enough, I actually have this uh, I actually have this spreadsheet done, which is kind of crazy. Oh, my um, boy got so sheet. We, we broke it down, you know? We broke it All down right. into All groups right. okay. in the group stage. 
which when we looked last week, MLS and League MX were literally tied, and it was like nothing between them. League MX did pull ahead at the very end of the group stage, so kudos right. to them for that. But they still were minus one goal differential. Knockouts so far is a dead tie. Five, <laughs> oh, five, no and five for MLS, four and four for League MX. Uh, MLS again out goal differentialing League MX, but um, the big difference here is penalty shootouts. MLS teams are just way better at penalties because they're mm-hmm. three and one. Uh-oh. against Liga MX teams. So that's why there's a, a bunch of uh, Liga MX teams that are uh, that are currently sitting at home. And not Chris Brady. Uh, and we can see, and, and Chris Brady has joined them as well because he's obviously no good at it. Um, but yeah, we can see the uh, the totals here. And uh, currently MLS is three losses more than wins, um, but they are plus five in goal differential. Hey, so. that... Liga MX is more clutch, but MLS is better, I guess. Better overall? Okay. Well, here, we'll hear this. Here's this. It's very close, though, which... Okay, I'll let you talk. Yes. And I have some. Yep, yep, yep. So, so I was going to ask, with with this, right, does Leagues Cup prove anything in the yes. question? What does it prove? So, Leagues Cup, I think, proves that Liga MX is the better top-to-bottom league. Because the argument was always that MLS is a better top-to-bottom league, and when all the teams played, that that would show. And this okay. has not shown, right? We're basically right. dead even. Um, the Champions League has always shown, typically, that Liga MX teams are better at the top end, right? right? So you still kind of expect a Liga MX team to actually win this tournament. Um. I think the one thing that people don't take into account and one thing that MLS people always make excuses about when it comes to Champions League is, look, MLS is playing in the preseason. Uh, Liga MX is playing in the middle of their season. And so that's an unfair advantage to Liga MX. And that's why they win more games. Well, the reverse is but... true now. The reverse is true now. And MLS is not winning more games. Top to bottom, too. It's like, you would have expected MLS to be like five to ten wins better over the course of the entire tournament, right? If that were the case, and it's just not like Liga MX is three wins better as of right now. And I think when you factor in, when you factor in the time of year this is taking place, when you factor in the country this is taking place in, none of these games are in Mexico. You're basically playing away for all of these games. I think it proves that Liga MX is just flat out better so, so you right think now so you think right. yeah still right now that liga is still better than mls but would you right. say the gap is closing my gut tells me yes the gap is closing my gut also tells me the gap will not ever be closed until mls takes the salary gap off which could once mls have, takes once mls takes the reins off and says you guys spend as much money as you want then there's going to be teams like LAFC that no one's going to be able to match in League MX or MLS. Miami. They're just going to they're going to buy teams, Miami. They're going to buy teams and they're going to be really really good. Uh until that happens and until you have to play inside these rules where you can really only have three great players. Like soccer's a team sport, it's 11 on 11. Right. You can't win with three great players. It's just not going to happen. And you know so once they take the salary cap rule off, I think immediately you're going to see MLS just crush league mx but until that happens i think league mx is going to remain the better league it's really interesting and i hate that you just like hit that out of the park because you touched on all the things that i had written down <laughs> like it, it is literally straight it just took 20 minutes off the show because we just agreed with everything you just like kept going i'm like oh yeah i had that written down i was like oh yeah cool and i'm like oh yeah i'm like listening and i'm like oh shit i had that written down too and i was like all right so a couple of things that I want to kind of hone in on you and the main thing, the big thing that I had right here written down was that preseason versus midseason conversation. Yeah, because I've not heard that from anyone. Not that I'm paying a lot of attention right now, but but it, it is it is it's it was, huge. It was more prevalent in the group stages. Uh, you don't really see it much now. Now it's more of the the travel and the hosting where a lot of the argument is, OK, well, MLS clubs and Liga MX clubs you know, had agreed to this tournament beforehand. It was already known. Liga MX had agreed to 
play all these games in the U.S., all these travel, like a lot of the teams that are left in the in the in the tournament right now, they haven't been home in like three weeks. They've just been living yeah. in hotels, traveling from state to state, playing all these things. And so that's a whole thing. Do you think that has to change for the next League's Cup? Do you think they'll change that to where they'll go no. back and forth? Or do you think it's going to be? Because remember, this game is not about finding which league is better. This game is about maximizing revenue for both these leagues. Liga MX has made so much money off of all the tours, all the autographs, all of the games that have been sold out. Liga MX could never do anything like this in Mexico. And like, it's not right. like you bring Minnesota United to Mexico and Minnesota's going on, going out and signing autographs. Like that's just not going to happen. Right. So this is, in my opinion, going to remain in the U.S. for the foreseeable future, and I think that's a benefit to both leagues long term. Um, now, that is not a benefit to us finding out who is the better team because it's always going to be skewed MLS's way. Um, but I think that's uh, that's. From the people that make those decisions, they're they're looking more at the dollars and cents than at the uh, at the people on the field. I mean, we we know that. I mean, we can clearly see that. I mean, Messi wouldn't have a straight shot to the final if that wasn't the case, right? Well, Messi has a straight shot to the final no matter who he plays anyway, so ah! he's gonna dominate everybody. I mean, this is literally like twelve v eleven. Yeah, it's no. This issue. is twenty fourteen Barcelona, like. Good God, this was one of the best teams in the world like eight years ago. It's not that long ago. I mean, it's it's a while, but it's not that long. Come on. It's not like the over 50 league. Yeah. These guys are still in their mid-30s. Uh, upper 30s. It's hard for me because I'm just like a little extra emotionally invested than others. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I like to, I like I will to talk. Say it does kind of suck when your rival like just gets all the best players. Now you know how the galaxy feel, though. It's not even that, though. It's not even the players. It's not even them just disregarding salary cap rules or, you know, transfer market business. It's it's just the way it's happening. And people are on both sides of the fence. You could say whatever, but there's a reason why the entire MLS is rooting against Miami tonight against FC Dallas. There, there, there are reasons why. Well, the league is rooting for Messi. Yeah, the rest like, of the league, the league is, is a thousand percent rooting for Messi. No, corporate MLS is rooting for Messi. The fan That's base, I mean. fan base, is sick of it. They're sick. They're sick of these calls. They're sick of these refs. I'm not going to get into it because I will they're be sick here. Of the, sick of the prices they have to pay to get in to watch their team play. Yeah, you you know how crazy it is that like. I have clients at work that like, you know, I wear like an Orlando city hat when I'm at work sometimes, whatever. So like, you know, we've talked about it and all of them. Now they say two words to me. Well, they say two things. They say messy. And are you selling your ticket? That's all <laughs> they ask. They don't even, they're not even like, Oh, Messi's coming. Are you excited to see him? They're like, you're selling that ticket. Right. And I'm like, oh. so Jorge, are you selling it in cash or in ETH? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> using Apple pay. Hey, so rare. Can I list my Miami versus Orlando ticket on the so rare platform for each? I will take one rare Carlos heel for my for my Miami ticket. You get to go see Messi. All right. You can stand first row if you wanted to. All right. You can do whatever you want. Go see Messi. Yeah. If anybody lives in Florida and want to give me some rare cards for my Orlando City versus Miami ticket, I will gladly do that. Shout out. Don't tell so rare that I'm making off site dealings. Actually, I'm just going to edit that out. <laughs> or not. Whatever. So The power of editing. The, the power of it's my show. The power of pressing the record button. But uh, the preseason, midseason thing, we didn't really like talking on it too much. But is that is that a real thing? Or are people just making excuses? Yes. No, 100%. It's a real thing. Is there a way to fix that? Um, Probably not. Put everybody on the same schedule. <laughs> like... Just have a soccer season and not all year round. But I don't think I would like that because I like playing soccer all year round. And I have cards to play all year round. And if we put everybody on a summer or everybody on a winter, then I would not be able to do that. So no, fair you, play to them. No, you would not. But it's been, I don't know. I love Leagues Cup. It's like, it's funny because at first, like, people didn't like Leagues Cup. People were like, eh, Leagues Cup, uh, it's not that great. And then people went in the group stage, people were like, group, 
Leash Cup is awesome. Like it was like all this and that, and maybe not for silver with all the rotation, but like we were like, oh, this is crazy. Oh, I hated it. Yeah. And now everybody is back on the eh, it's Leaks Cup. It's a cash grab. Like man, 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 man. Like it's just cash. Nobody cares. Like Mexico teams are traveling preseason. It's like okay, like you guys got to pick. Like you guys got to pick whether this is a uh, good or bad. Yeah. I think it's great. I love it. I love. I think you, it's fun. How do you feel about the mid season though? Like it being mid season. Like is that fine? Like well, it's always mid season for somebody. Well, I'm saying like just putting the whole league on pause to just play this tournament are. Do you like that aspect of it, or is it like whatever? I mean, I think it's I think it's fun to some degree. I would like to have seen more first choice lineups. Mm. Like, I'd love to see this be like not the Open Cup where you just put in backups and get them some experience because it's not a league game and who cares? Like, I don't. I've never really gotten that. Like, it's a trophy. Trophy's a trophy. Go win the thing. Like, forget the backups. You can buy backups from other teams. You don't need them, you know. You know, I agree with that. I agree. I agree with that statement. But at the same time, I start to think about like you see it in Europe too. Like early rounds of the FA Cup, like all that stuff. Like there's heavy rotation. Like keepers yeah. rotate. Like so no, like, I know. So you see and I don't get two. it. But like, how do Just you play your team? How do you change that? Like what? What would well, these teams have to do to incentivize it? Other than stop by... playing a million games a year. Exactly. You change that by not playing 34 games a year. You play like 28 and you say, okay, now you have no excuse. You don't have to rotate because you're playing weekend, midweek, weekend, midweek, weekend, midweek. And now we're going to play League's Cup. It's like, well, yeah, of course you're going to rotate. But like if you just play Saturday, Saturday, and then off a week, and then you have League's Cup and it's like, okay, if we don't play our guys, they're just not playing. You know, like we're actually going to start losing fitness at this point. Um, I think you just like the schedule just too much, too many games and you just have to rotate. Like you have to prioritize something. And honestly, I would rather, I, I would rather my teams prioritize the tournaments, right? Like right. you only have to win five games to win the U S open cup or whatever tournament, typically knockout rounds you're going to play. Whereas in the league, you're going to play 34 games. If you rotate your team for one of them, Yes, you're missing out on maybe a couple of points, maybe a point here or there. But in the grand scheme of things, for 80 to 90% of the teams, a point here and there doesn't really matter. Right, in the long scheme of things, yeah. Win the freaking tournaments and then rotate during the league games. And then you just win everything because you get into the playoffs regardless. Like I can see it in Europe, right? Like Man City has to win like, 34 their 38 games or else arsenal will win 34 and they'll right. lose the like i get that but this is mls you just have to finish in the top <laughs> nine like come on if your team's not good enough to finish in the top nine you're not winning the mls cup anyway so just just play the yeah, tournament just games. It. you know no like, no i that, agree that kind of frustrates me but i understand the reasoning behind it yeah i mean i get it too but like how much how much do you think that would change when mls changes the roster rules because at this point it almost feels inevitable right it almost feels like there's already talks about it there's already kind of movement the mlspa the player agreement is coming back up they're going to renegotiate they're going to change things around with the ability to build deeper quality rosters do you think that teams would still rotate as much you would rotate more because now instead of instead of Oh, my rotation, I know I'm losing this game because I know my backups suck. Now, oh, I've got great my backups are still better than your starters. I'm still gonna win the game, you know? Yeah. Like Man City can rotate against uh not to pick on them, Leicester. Man City can rotate against Leicester and still beat them. You know? I mean, yeah, like, I guess. Man City's backups are still better than Leicester's. So right. if you take the salary cap off and you have rich teams, poor teams, it means you should rotate more, not less. But if all your teams are rich, and like you were saying earlier, where you have not all the teams are rich though. I mean, yeah, that's true. But in a perfect world where all teams have the ability to go out and spend all this money, like you were saying earlier, where why not win the tournament, rotate in the season? So yeah, yeah, with bigger roster rules in knockout play, you would play your big guns and then just rotate them anyway, and you wouldn't have to worry about dropping those two points, three points, because you have the rotation. I don't know. Maybe. I guess. I guess 
I guess either way, what we're what we're figuring out is yeah, that you're, teams, you're, regardless, you're talking about rotating more. <laughs> teams regardless, they're they're going to rotate. They're not going to take these early games seriously. So it's almost like, hey, we win it, then we'll 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 focus on it. But until we get there, we don't really care. So is this going to be an open cup situation where, like, hey, we're in the quarterfinals, we're actually going to start trying now? Ah, uh, it almost. I hope like so. It. Yeah. I hope so. Like, man. I mean, from the looks of it, these teams have. Like in the later rounds and the knockouts, they really have kind of been putting out their main teams out there and going for it. So, who knows? So let's let's talk a little bit. I don't know if you have anything else planned for uh, for this part, and I might be just jumping the gun here. Do it. Let's talk a little bit about like who's actually going to win this thing. Like That's who's exactly actually go. good? Who's good here? I mean, I have to ask you because I'm not watching right now. <laughs> it... Monterey has looked really dominant, but they got to play LAFC in the quarter, and they also had to get through Tigres, and they have to get through Tigres. Right, it's like that's not an easy road. Can I say that like the left side of this bracket and the right side of the bracket are completely just weighted terribly? Like it is just like you have America and Nashville. I don't think Nashville's getting out of that. Toluca and Minnesota. The way Minnesota's playing right now, ah. Minnesota's pretty good. Dude, Minnesota right now. Minute? They're so fun. They're so fun to watch. Like, they're going to start continuing in the MLS. They're going to score a lot of goals, but they're going to concede just as many. And you are just going to get just chaos. It's going to be a fun fun. game. Yeah, it is. Uh, Tigres, Monterey, it's up in the air. LAFC, RSL. If LAFC can do what they did to RSL, what they did to Juarez, dude, it's it's over. LAFC, once again, are doing it. Philly, Red Bulls. Buy Red Bulls. Philly is Philly is back. Philly is they're doing that late season thing where everybody counts them out and they're like, oh, oh, you thought we were bad? <laughs> Check this out. We were just rotating. Ha ha. <laughs> we were Our just resting back from the USU 20 Cup or World Cup. That was a big thing. I don't think they got a lot of like grace for. Like, I think they had five people at the USU 20 yep. World Cup. And then Gold like, Cup. That's a lot to take off of your, your bench. You know, and granted, not all of them start every game, but they're very important depth pieces. And I don't think people understood like missing a month for that for them, brother. They had Jim and they didn't do the, for like two months, right? And they didn't do the yeah and Gold Cup with Andre Blake too. That's true. Um, and they didn't do the Chris Brady thing where they wouldn't let them go to the World Cup or World yep. Cup because they needed them. Like that was which Jim is Lane, by the big way. on that too. Um, so yeah. I Philly is Philly is not gone anywhere. They're just quietly sneaking back up the standings now. Yeah, no, no, I agree. So it's just fun. I think Philly has a really big shot here. We have Caratero and New England. Carlos Heel went out with kind of a knock, and uh, Brandon Bay is out for the season now too. So that's another thing. So and Bruce Arena is out for the season. Yeah, and Bruce Arena did some. I don't know what, but he did. Stuff. He did stuff. Brucey, my dog. What are you doing? One of the greatest coaches in MLS is about to stain his entire like Yikes. reputation. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what he did, but uh, we'll we'll wait to find that out before we uh, make any judgments here on the platform. Dallas, Miami. Uh, I'm not even going to go there. And Columbus and, and uh, Columbus. So to be fair, Charlotte, Dallas is a decent team. You know, like it's not like they're playing Houston. Yeah, but Miami has an extra man. Miami has like six extra men. Yeah, Messi counts for five. The ref is another one. Busquets, Alba, like it'll be is interesting. Alba playing yet? He subbed in at the end of the Orlando yeah. game for like the last like 20, 30 minutes. Uh, Watch out, guys. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Like, say what you can, say what you will, but like, like not to talk about Orlando like I always do on this podcast because everyone's gonna get sick of that eventually. But like, at the end of the day. No matter how we feel or how things went on the field, Orlando City didn't score more than one goal. And you don't win that way. Granted. Well, you can if you don't give up any goals. Right. Well, granted, everything else was stacked, you know, on top of us. And it was just it was just a mountain that we were never meant to climb. But whatever. We won't get into that. But, uh, dude, Miami's, they have the quality. Not even, not even messy, right. dude. Wait, wait, wait. Before, since you have been watching. And I meant to bring this up. I didn't write this down. We shouldn't be talking about Messi. Was it Robert Taylor? Yes. 
Yeah. Yes, that is what I I've heard. Up I've heard right now heard that Robert Taylor. Robert I Taylor. I thought he was pretty good. The Messi from Finland has come out and decided that he wants to play like no one's ever seen in this league because that first goal that he chipped over the defensive line to Messi that completely just caught everybody genius that pass nobody expected it I don't even think Messi expected it he was just there and Robert Taylor dude Robert Taylor is Messi 2.0 right now playing next to Messi it is so ridiculous I'm going to rain very heavily on your parade he does not get a lot of AA he doesn't need to. Is not, he's not going to be a great seller. I'm not saying they'll go to buy him. I'm just saying Messi's yeah. making this guy yeah. out here look like he's Messi 2.0. I'm, I'm just saying Messi is Messi because he just destroys AA and always gets a decisive. Yes. Robert Taylor is like, he just seems like he's on a hot streak to me. And he's he, going to oh, yeah, crash sure. back down to earth. Like he's averaged 4.8 AA. Over the last forty, over the last year, actually, this isn't this like, isn't such a a so rare take as it is a real life take. Yes. As a you watch Fair. him and like it's one of those things, right? Where like Miami could have always had this quality, but no one was gonna finish him, right? Now you put the ball at Messi's feet, he's gonna finish him. So all of a sudden, everyone's was just assisting like crazy, making these great progressive passes, dangerous passes, attempted assists because Messi's on the receiving end of that ball, like. Messi makes everybody around him look better. It's incredible how how that change that one player just changes the whole game. Remember how we said that this was a eleven v eleven game and you couldn't just have three good players and and be good. Well, this is <laughs> the exception to that rule. Like he's just that good. But these just aren't any three players. That's that's right. that's a whole right. another factor in this just right. world of just. Ugh. Look, at the end of the day, if I had to make a prediction, I think it's LAFC in Miami in the final. Mm. I mean, it is the MLS Darling Cup. You talk about cash grab and League's Cup is not meant to find out which league is better, but to just make some I money. Actually kinda think, I kind of think Philly. Do you think Philly can get past Miami? Who hosts Philly, that game, though? Philly, if That's, that's what I, I want to know. know. If Philly and Miami make it to the Russia. semis... I want to know is Miami. How are they determining hosts? I don't know, dude. Because Miami and Orlando both won the groups, and then Miami still hosted for some reason. Why don't they just play? Why don't they just play like like the MLS's one back tournament? Yeah. No, just play MLS's back style, where it's like all in one location, Ooh. and like there are no hosts. You know. That would be epic. Can you imagine just leagues cup? That'd be but- epic. It would probably not be as good of moneymaker, but it would be epic. Uh, I don't know. That's not necessarily true because it'd almost be like World Cup style where everybody can plan a vacation around it. And then. But there aren't World Cups that are just held in one stadium. They're held all over a country. I mean, yeah, I guess. For that reason. But this isn't the World Cup, this League's Cup. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Right, it's not. Uh, have it in Florida. <laughs> Do Miami, Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville. No. Yeah, dude. You can get everywhere in under two hours. Let's play in the snow. Let's do it in December in mm, Toronto. Yeah, that's that, that's that good stuff right there, boy. And we'll see who's the real best team in, the, in North America. Who do you... We went through this round of 16. Who do you think has the best chance to make it, other than Philly? Or you think it's Philly? You really think it's Philly? The final? Yeah, you think it's Philly winning it, or you think it's Philly beating Miami so, to get to the final? LAFC has a really tough road yes. to get to the final. But so does everybody else on that side. So I yeah, don't know. The whole left side is just a mixed bag. It could go. I could just see anybody kind of coming out of of that side. I kind of like just riding the hot hand, and Minnesota is kind of the hot hand. So I I kind of I'm thinking I might just take Minnesota. Yeah, you're gonna take Minnesota. Like somewhat of an upset to get to the final. I, I um, can see it, they, man. Like I think they can beat Toluca. They Club should America be. and Nashville. Neither one are really that good although i think actually nashville probably wins against club really america. yeah uh, i don't think club america has been that good in this tournament i don't think nashville's you know? been nashville's been on a nashville stinker for cincy, a couple though. weeks but they beat cincy since he's good yeah it was it was a one one i don't know yeah, but nashville doesn't allow goals i don't think that'll be a high scoring game so i could see 
realistically, it's probably a penalty shootout, and probably whoever wins the. Shootout. I can see that. I can see well, that. Obviously, I, just, I don't know. Goes, I don't know but. what it is, but I've been down on Nashville. That's fair. I can see that. Um, so I I kind of think Minnesota is actually coming through. Uh, I do think I think Monterey will get past T Grace. I think LAFC will get past RSL. I think Philly moves through and I could see New England just falling apart. Like I could see New England like coachless, heelless, byless, like, just byless, just not having a good time. I think I think and New England like, would have had a shot like, if they didn't just get decimated with injuries and weird stuff like recently. Yeah. Uh I think Dallas has a real chance against Miami, <laughs> although I don't think they'll win because, you know, referees exist. Um but I, I I think they'll put up a fight at least. Uh, Charlotte Houston is like penalties <laughs> for sure. Uh, this is like oh god, like uh, is either of these teams ever going to score? You know um, what I just realized actually, like not to like take it, but Houston went to PKs against Santos Laguna, went to PKs against Orlando, <laughs> went to PKs against Pachuca. So I'm just gonna go out and say they're gonna yes. go to PKs against three for Charlotte. three on PKs. This is the Ben Olsen special right now. <laughs> But he's allergic to winning knockout games, so I think Charlotte's getting through. Let's be fair. Houston um, on pens. I'm taking Charlotte on pens. But yeah. And then the winner of Dallas, Miami's getting through. The winner of Philly, Red Bulls is getting through. LAFC and, and Monterey would be an absolute clash. You're gonna watch that I one actually? Like, I feel like LAFC would probably win, but I don't know. That's gonna be a good one. Uh, and then, like Minnesota against Nashville, I would take Minnesota. Yep. Then I would take. I, I think whoever you know what, I'm gonna pick whoever wins the LAFC Monterey game as the winner of the tournament. Okay. All right, I take that. Uh, and then I'll take Philly over Miami on the other side, and I'll take Philly losing in the final. Again. So you think there are no Liga MX teams making it to the final? Monterey could. Monterey and if could. they do, they will win it. Yeah, I say Monterey Tigres are the only teams that have a shot, I think, to make it to the final. Like League and the funny teams. thing is, both of them would have to go through LAFC yep. in the quarters. Listen, if there's anything that I've learned from watching this tournament heavy, it's that this is the Don Garber Cup, and it is going to be LAFC Miami in the final. That's it. There, there's no, there's I no mean, other way for exactly this to go a down. Hot take. Like I, I could 100% see that happen. It's not a hot take. It's just reality. It's a That's what I said. Cup. It is not a hot take. Yeah. It's not a hot take at all. Like it's just accurate. It's just reality. Yep. It is the sad reality that we are going to have an LAFC Miami final, and Messi's going to win it. Unfortunately, <laughs> Messi's going to win it. What a way to end this recording. Messi's going to win it. What a jam-packed episode, full of a lot of talking. Way more talking than you guys will ever know. We conversated a lot. <laughs> a whole, whole lot. Really doubled down on this one. Chris, before we let these people go, like, subscribe, comment, all that fun stuff. We're on YouTube now. Come hang out with us. Make us feel important and comment. By the way, shout out to anybody that likes and went out and had some donuts after our last conversation. Maybe you'll go out and chew gum after this one. Who knows? Maybe you'll get on the internet and talk bad about the Don Garber Cup. I don't know. Chris, is there any parting words you have for these fine people and aliens let's go hans